Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to another episode with our spooky stories. Spooky. <laughs> spooky crisp. Oh. <laughs> no laughing. This is serious. <laughs> we asked you to tell us a scary story and you all delivered. So we're back with our spooky stories, volume two. Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society, we call this story The Tale of My Friend's Haunted House. This story is from Megan. My friend had a notoriously haunted house. You couldn't be in this house without feeling crowded, hearing growls and footsteps and tapping on the basement door. A pair of pants was seen by numerous people walking by the top of the stairs, and another friend was tripped going up the stairs. About six months after his dad passed, the crucifix that was on his casket and had been hanging in the living room disappeared. They moved from the house a few years ago and never found the crucifix. The house had always been in the family with the same wood stove. For years, my friend and his sister would have dreams about a redheaded little girl sitting by the stove. When they were adults, someone gave them an old photo album and they found the little girl in the family album. I had a great time in that house but it also scared me terribly. I've never heard of haunted pants Haunted before. pants! Haunted pants that trip people. I don't know if anything's ever given me the heebie-jeebies like a pair of haunted pants. That would be something to see. Like you look up at the top of the stairs and it's just a pair of pants walking down the hallway. Ooh, I don't like it. Me either. Someone contact Ryan Murphy. <laughs> this needs to be made into a show. Yes, it does. <laughs> and what about this little girl? Right? The fact that they were dreaming about her. Wonder if they were dreaming or they actually saw her. Ooh. They only thought they were dreaming. She was visiting, <laughs> just coming to say hello, asking where her pants were. <laughs> <laughs> this story comes to us from Jason, the tale of spontaneous combustions or demonic hellfire. So my grandfather owned a funeral home in the small town where I was born. The way the story goes is there was a husband and a wife, and the husband was in debt to the mob, or some equivalent, and the wife was a drunk. He and the wife had a fight at a bar, and she drove home, super wasted, and he found her body in the car inside of the garage with the engine still running. She could have passed out after getting home, but there was strong speculation in the community that she had taken her own life. After the coroner concluded she had passed out and asphyxiated, the family turned the body over to my grandpa. Now, when you're in a hard-ass Catholic community, when things like this happen, they don't go over well, and they wouldn't allow a funeral in the church or for her to be buried in the Catholic cemetery. Damned souls and whatnot. The priest had known the woman, though, and knew of her struggles, and had sided with allowing her to be buried in the cemetery, and my grandfather would have the funeral service in the chapel in his funeral home. After the casket vigil, my grandfather had locked up his business and gone home for the night, only to be awoken in the early morning by a call from the fire department asking him to come down to the funeral home. There had been a fire. The funeral home had been locked when the fire department had arrived, and no sign of forced entry or exit was found. But the body of the woman had caught fire inside the casket. You can find people talking about this still today online. It was in the 70s as an example of spontaneous combustion or demonic hellfire. Real crazy fringe stuff. 
Despite all that, my parents thought it was a great idea to move into the apartment right above the chapel after I was born. <laughs> Brimstone keeps the rent prices down. <laughs> I remember playing in the chapel, unsupervised growing up. Sent a shiver through me when I first heard this story. Yeah, no kidding. That is really crazy. Oh my god. It's a sad story with a crazy twist. Demonic hellfire and whatnot. I've never heard that. We need to know where this community is. <laughs> the next story is called The Tale of the Missing Head. This is from Miss Mandy Berry. My grandpa used to be a police officer back in the day. He said that one night, there was a bad one-car accident that killed the man driving. He somehow crashed into a tree. They found the headless body, and all of the officers were searching for the head when my grandpa looked up into the tree, and yep, found the severed head. Creeps me out every time I remember this story. Short but sweet. <laughs> Makes me think of the headless horseman. Yeah. And our final story today, the tale of the haunting voice. This comes to us from Matthew. Well, kind of a scary story by the man who told me, but afterwards, it kind of made me sad. I worked for an old couple named Bob and Joyce, who took care of so many birds, exotic and average, small and big. They had them. Chickens, parrots, owls. Birds could mimic any voice. Birds so clever, they would escape their cages. One day, Bob and Joyce got into a car crash that killed Joyce. Bob felt so responsible for her death that it nearly broke him. One night, as Bob slept in his bed, he said he woke up when he heard a voice. Bob! Bob! Coming from the bird room. It was Joyce's voice. Bob froze but found the strength to get up and go into the bird's room. Bob! Bob! He heard Joyce calling. He went into the room. One of the birds was mimicking Joyce's voice, calling out for Bob. Knowing Bob had to hear that damn bird every night is one of the saddest and most haunting things that has ever been told to me. It is sad. I mean, in a way, it's kind of nice because you could still hear what her voice sounded like. Yeah, if it was like a perfect impression of it, that sweet, sad, haunting, all of it. Yeah. And that concludes Spooky Stories Volume 2. So if you're not already following us on Instagram, you can find us at We Don't Want to Grow Up Pod. You can join our Facebook group, which has changed names. It is now called The Cozy Club dash fans of We Don't Want to Grow Up. We're slowly growing over there. We have some great mods, Joanna and Stephanie, that are helping us out, starting conversations. So come over there. It's a good time. It is. We're on TikTok at We Don't Want to Grow Up. You can email us at we don't want to grow up at gmail.com. If you'd like to help support the podcast and all of our other endeavors, you can become a member of our Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash we don't want to grow up. There you can gain access to bonus episodes and soon to be extra content. Another way you can support us is by giving us a five-star rating if you listen on Apple Podcast and leaving us a nice review. You may listen on other platforms and maybe there's another way that you could rate us or review us there. So if there is, please do so. Those numbers do matter. So if you could do that, we would really appreciate it. Also, you could help spread the word by sharing about it with your friends and family and on your social media platforms with your followers. Until next time, listeners. Bye. Bye. <laughs>